0: inside sources. Next is now. So President Biden is making his way later this week to the summit on climate change in Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, In our last segment, we talked with Utah Congressman John Curtis about the conversations we need to be having around climate change, conversations that can bring those from the left and the right together to get towards policy solutions, because that's the key. Uh, If we're interested in outcomes as it relates to our stewardship of the land or the environment, uh, we have to get to outcomes that will actually make a difference. So we're going to continue my conversation. Stay with the question a little longer with Utah Congressman John Curtis. It seems to me that, uh, you know, so often uh, in these kind of grab bag spending bills that, you know, you throw so many things in there that you end up doing nothing Uh, or doing it in a a way that actually is more harmful than than helpful. Uh, As you roll into this week, uh, again, wishing we could take some of these things and just carve them out and just do one at a time. Uh, What what do you think the conversations are going to be this week? Uh, What do you hope to to help advance?
1: Well, I think what's happened is when you say at 30,000 feet, um, we want to give people more things, and to get them we're going to tax the rich, who wouldn't agree with you? (laughs) Right. Right. as you come off that thirty thousand feet and say, um, "Look, we're expanding the size of government." It's I got bad news for you. It's, it's not the rich we're targeting. Everybody who who has a bank account is going to be targeted, right? Every uh, you know, I mean, it it just as it's just coming down into the weeds. This thing is not playing well with the American people. And this week, we you know they 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 came down into the weeds a couple of weeks ago and it blew up. They took it back up to thirty thousand feet. They tried to get a deal. They're going to try to move it back down into the weeds this week and see if they can find that agreement. But I I just see so many areas where they have not ironed out the details of this. I sure hope we're not going to vote on it. And you well know, boy, that doesn't mean we (laughs) won't vote on it in in, in the middle of the night You know, on thousands and thousands and thousands of pages of text that none of us have read. And that's just not a good recipe.
0: Yeah, I, I love that metaphor of of taking the communication from 30,000 feet, but then when you get down to the weeds, you, you see it doesn't work. There was a really fascinating piece out of AEI uh, late last week talking about how, you know, all Americans want free stuff or to tax the rich, uh, until, <laughs> right up to the point they have to pay for it. And uh, it was yeah. interesting as part of this study, they actually showed on something like climate. Uh, everyone, I think it was like 68 or 72 percent said, yeah, tax the rich to to help climate. Uh, and uh, the environment, but then when they were asked if they would spend even two dollars a month to help the climate and the environment, wow. it it dropped almost in half. Uh, and yeah. if it was ten dollars a month, there was like no support. Uh, and so it's like everybody loves free stuff until you have to pay for it. But uh, uh, but as but as you look at that in in your role and you talk about those thousands of of pages of texts. Uh, is it possible for us to get to in the weeds conversations in terms of real things where uh, we can have the discussion uh, around what we need to do and and what those action items really look like?
1: Well, I hope so. And I think what's lost on a lot of people is we actually have made tremendous progress. I I think one of the problems with the the movement is we don't stop and celebrate our success. And if you look, for instance, at the Energy Act of 2020, which was a bipartisan bill last year, that vast, Republicans and Democrats all supported this act. And it reduced hydrofluorocarbons by 85%. If, if we mirror that around the world, that's a half a degree uh, mm. reduction. Um, and nobody stopped to celebrate, right? <laughs> and so, like, I do think we're, we're making progress, but there's more to be done. But um, I, I can just tell you, and you, here again, Boyd, you know this from your time here, there are a host of good men and women in both parties willing to roll up their sleeves, work together, and find answers, and um, they don't often get the spotlight. But, but a lot of that is going on.
0: Yeah, so important. I want to ask one last question, if I can sneak this in, sure. Congressman. Uh, you, you talked earlier about the need for innovation in all of this. We've been looking really closely in terms of you know, how change and how influence happens. We were looking at everything from the, the pandemic on, and uh, I don't know if you saw the study that showed the the 19 states – uh, that did lotteries uh, for vaccines, spent yeah. $89 million, and it didn't change behavior at all. So we we know the carrot approach didn't work. The stick approach and mandates <laughs> clearly uh, have not worked. Uh, in terms of that innovation, how do we create space for that innovation and for that innovation conversation to begin?
1: Well, I, I believe it starts with government getting out of the way and the government not predetermining uh, the methods we have to admit, if it were up to the government, we'd still all be using eight-track tapes, right? And <laughs> you know, so it, it, I just look at, like, my district, Silicon Valley, and 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 the, the entrepreneurial spirit and the, the drive to to, to find and, and and explore is just amazing in our district. And I tell you, if we if we did nothing but just set those people free, got out of their way, take up some of the restrictions from them, I think we would have vast success.
0: Mm. Great, uh, great insight. Great point. big week in Washington, D.C. And uh, Congressman, we appreciate you joining us today and a great conversation on CNN. I thought that uh, showed when you get to principle, uh, they're in the things that really matter. They really matter to everybody. And and we can have that conversation if we're willing to.
1: Yes. Yes. So good to talk to you, Boyd.
0: All right. Again, that's my conversation with Representative John Curtis and Uh, He is really leading out on let's engage in this conversation. Let's not uh, have just a Green New Deal or you hate the planet conversation, that rhetoric that keeps us a safe distance from ever having to discuss the things that will produce the outcomes that everyone professes to want. And so we we have to change that, and it's going to require people to, to come together in a little different way and have a little different kind of conversation. As Representative Curtis pointed out, you do not have to leave your principles or your ideals at the door to engage in the conversation. You don't. Bring them with. The key is you have to come to a place where you can have the conversation. And often that place is sort of in the middle. Uh, we're going to be joined by uh, former Senator Joseph Lieberman tomorrow. Uh, to talk about that very thing, about coming to the middle and not coming to the middle in a squishy, sellout, uh, kumbaya kind of way, but bringing your principles to the middle, but coming to the middle so you can listen, so that you can be curious, so that you can have a a conversation and maybe, who knows, maybe even a little compromise uh, in terms of how we get outcomes that everyone professes they want. But you have to be willing to get to that space and that conversation. Uh, Otherwise, we just continue to have these conversations at 30,000 feet. I thought this was really astute uh, that Congressman uh, shared uh, in terms of the the current spending package uh, from President Biden and congressional Democrats, uh, because he he framed it in a really interesting way. He talked about, hey, you can talk about free stuff and tax the rich at 30,000 feet. And everybody cheers and everybody says, yeah, that's it. Let's do that. But then when you bring it in and you get close to the weeds, meaning when you get to actually putting the pen to paper and putting it into a policy and a bill that has to be specific so that it can be voted on, then suddenly there's a whole lot of chop and there's a whole lot of turbulence. And what congressional Democrats and the White House have had to do is they've got it in close a couple times over the last five months on a series of proposals and frameworks for that reconciliation bill. But every time they get in close, the turbulence is so great within their own party, they have to pull it back to 30,000 feet. And at 30,000 feet, the only thing you're doing is having the political conversation and scoring political points, either getting things that you can raise money off or you can weaponize the words of your opponent so that you can attack them as not caring and then we stay in the same place. And so if we stay with the airline analysis on this as a metaphor, at some point, at some point, you have to land the plane. Because if you don't, you will crash the plane. And so while the, the Democrats have struggled and Republicans have had the same problems, so we talked about it earlier in the program with Brian Riedel that uh, both sides have had problems and so again high level sounds great good stuff everybody's on board but you try to land that and it gets tough and just because there's turbulence there you pull back out and you go to a messaging war you go to a messaging battle and that's the wrong battle you got to land the plane and the only way you land the plane is to get to the specifics and get to something that can produce an outcome Big thanks to Congressman John Curtis for helping us change the game, look past the headlines and really think again when it comes to our conversations about climate. We're going to step aside for a bottom of the hour break. When we come back, we're going to take a look at the week ahead for President Joe Biden. Big week for his agenda. We'll talk about what it is, what it means and what he needs to get done abroad. Coming up next. Stay with us.
1: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport.
0: There's desperation and anguish.